Are we recording? Oh yeah! It's like <laughs> a year from now. Macho. Oh man, that's Vincy. I like that my kids know that I'm healthy and strong and fit, and that their mom is healthy and strong and fit. Going, okay, I can still get better without having to do a max effort every single day. Smashing yourself on the roller for uh, an hour, right? you're good by the next day as long as you had a, a sandwich and a net. Story time with Papa G. Yeah, we'll say a story time with Papa G. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about essentially just how your training has changed since you have started being a dad and what the evolution of that looks like. Uh, I think we should probably start with what your training used to look like versus now. So, like, were you competitive? That sort of thing. Sure. Um, yeah, so when I, uh, when I initially get into the sport, I think like anyone, I was just doing main class programming at a CrossFit gym here in Calgary and then quickly realized how much I enjoyed it. Um, and there was a, a group of people that were, you know, quite good, uh, doing the main class. So we jumped on a competition program at that gym and started doing that. And so I did that for a period of time. Who was programming that or, uh, they sourced it out. So it was, a it was actually a, a guy from Australia, I think. Okay. Uh, he had a company, and so he, yeah, he just designed competition programming for gyms. And uh, and yeah, so there was probably, I want to say half a dozen of us that were doing that. And so then I would do the open every year. Uh, I did the open the first year, and then, so that would have been in 2013. And then in 2014, I did the open again, and the gym actually qualified a team. And so my score was good enough to go and represent the team at regionals okay. in, the, in the west region then um so i was competitive i guess in that regard i did a lot of local comps at, at that time as well and individual and team competitions so i'd say i was competitive locally and and then i guess competitive in the sense that um i was good enough to go to the teams uh the the, the regionals on a team um so i trained a lot like i trained minimum two hours a day five days a week more so probably like two and a half hours a day okay uh and that's kind of what i did for a long time and then in 2000 and uh maybe it was 2000 i can't remember actually 2000 and yeah 2015 i just started doing more weightlifting. so then i was starting to do like doubles so i was training quite a bit my work at the time uh, allowed allowed for me to do that so i would train kind of on my way into work i'd train at the the crossfit gym what were you doing at that time uh i was a strength coach so i was working uh, just with another facility training hockey players mainly okay um and the crossfit gym and that gym were relatively close together so on my way into work i would stop into the crossfit gym do some competition programming train for you know hour and a half two hours and then i would go to work and then i would like do some additional weightlifting and stuff like that if I had time, which most of the time I did. So I was training probably like three hours a day, I would, I would guess. Um, and that was kind of pre kids. I had the time to do that. So, um, that's kind of where I came, came from and and what my training looked like prior to having kids. And then in 2014, um, my daughter was born in March of 2014. So, um, it changed a little bit like even then when my daughter was small i could still train a lot because my wife was still training you know you know six eight weeks out of out okay of, you know postpartum she was she was back in the gym slugging it um throwing weights around and stuff like that so 
we would just lug our daughter to the gym and like when they're that when they're that small they're super mobile and super easy <laughs> just like keep them in their carrier or their yeah. in a car seat and uh and just set them in the corner and you do your thing so i was able to get away with that for a while and kind of keep that same training schedule um my wife would just come and train with me at the crossfit gym and then she would go home and i'd go to work and i'd work all day and then i'd come home kind of thing so uh, things didn't really change for the first probably year and a bit after my daughter came into the picture um but then it just like things changed as as she got older uh she started to be more involved in you know some activities she'd go to day home my wife went back to work that was the biggest thing i guess my wife went back to work and so we just didn't have that flexibility anymore where my wife was home to watch her all the time um and then she just became more involved like she's a toddler now she's not an infant so there's just more that goes in to parenting a, a toddler than an infant as bad as that is to say but there's just you have to be more hands-on and it's just it's more for, it's more to handle for for one person right so then it really becomes a, a, a team effort yeah i think in that in that capacity here in that regard so um so then yeah training just started changing around that time um i actually changed jobs too and i actually came on board here at optimum performance training so um i was closer to home which was nice um but then, yeah, just responsibilities uh, looked a lot different, both from a parent perspective, like I said, because she was older and um, I just had a, a bigger workload here, which was good because I was kind of twiddling my thumbs sometimes at the other facility just with some downtime during the day, Yeah, which was good for training, but I like being busy with work too, right? So, um, so yeah, I came on board here and I got busy really fast. And that's when, that's when the, the first change happened with my training, just in the sense that I, I now had to leave work earlier than I ever had. And so then my day was just kind of condensed a little bit more than it had been in the past. Um, so my wife going back to work just meant like there was days where if she was working, um, I had to go and, and pick up my daughter at day home. So my day would end at four o'clock as opposed to sometimes I would work till nine o'clock. Okay. Um, and that just wasn't obviously an option anymore. So I would have to leave work, go in early, go in earlier, um, but then leave early and it was, it just condensed my day. So, uh, as soon as I left work, that was done for the day and I didn't have access to anything uh, outside of work to train. So when I was home, I was home with my daughter, take care of my daughter. And typically my wife, when she was working, she, she worked either cause she's a flight attendant. So her schedule is quite erratic. She would, you know, she might be gone for three days or she might be home at 11 o'clock at night. She might work and be home at five o'clock, kind of all dependent. So I kind of went in with them, you know, with, if I was going to pick up my daughter, I was clocked in as dad uh, until my daughter went to bed. And so training window, just kind of the, the amount of time I allotted to training just decreased. So, so after with, with your daughter, how many days at that time were you training? You were still training five. It was just a less amount of time yeah, or yeah, okay. five, five or six, um, rarely six, but if I could get a sixth day in, I would. Um, Cause I just placed a ton of value on training, obviously still at that time. Um, cause I was trying to get better and I was still trying to be competitive and I still wanted to do the open. And then now that I was in a gym where we were training predominantly CrossFit athletes, I wanted to, you know, walk the walk too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I did that for a few years prior and then didn't, I don't think I actually did the open that year in 2015. Actually, I know I didn't. Um, so I wanted to get back into it and just, uh, yeah, like I said, just kind of walk the walk and, make sure I could still do it and still slug it out um, with some of my clients that are in here doing the same thing or that I was making them do, you know? Um, 
so yeah so um but i was i was i was busy right away here which was which was a great thing um so it just yeah i was still training five days a week but just my time each day it was just condensed to probably like 90 minutes two hours on the top end so going from three hours on the top end to two hours on the top end like you're losing potentially an hour every day that's a big decrease in volume right um but i did that for that year and into yeah throughout the open and then at the end of that year my son was born um so that would have been april of 2016 um and then that's when the big change happened in terms of uh just training schedule but my old like just my my schedule as a whole um so it Anyone who's listening to this doesn't doesn't know me and my family at all. Um, I have two kids. My my daughter is Thea, um, and as uh, as we're recording this, she started her first day of kindergarten today. <laughs> so she's five and a half, and Reggie is my son, and he is just about three and a half. Um, and Reggie has Down syndrome, so that comes with just some additional stuff we'll say for lack of a better term um so reggie had a lot of uh medical issues i hate saying issues but he's he had a lot of medical stuff and that just kind of added to the already um increased workload uh, of having two kids so when he was four months old he got sick um and quite sick and so for his first year and a half or so he was in the hospital a lot and mm-hmm. actually i think it was i have it totaled up somewhere but i think it was 132 total days he spent in the hospital in the first year and a half just with with various uh issues the, the main one being that his he just had like a a weakened immune system just as a result of a congenital heart defect that he was born with yeah. so that caused a lot of issues um and then he had heart surgery to repair the the heart defects that he did have, which was, they were quite complex, um, when he was eight months old, which is, we still talk about it a lot, like, it's crazy that he was just living day to day with this, like, congenital heart defect that, like, was, if it wasn't medicated, he, he would have, wouldn't have survived, you know, so that the fact, the fact that they can, you know, medicate for that, for that long to just deal with that issue until they're big enough to have surgery, is fascinating and my wife and i always talk about that we do like it's, it's not lost on us like the just how incredible that is you know and that was two and a half years ago that, that right. happened you know but we still talk about it quite a bit but anyway i'm, I'm kind of getting uh i'm kind of digressing quite a bit but um my, my i guess my point being that was the next big shift in in my in my schedule which in turn affected my my training obviously so um yeah, so he was in the hospital a lot, so it would my, my days were, were quite hectic in the sense that, you know, I'd come into work. Um, this is the period of time when he was in the hospital specifically, so because um, he was in for quite long stints at some point, at, at, at different points, but um, I would come into work, I'd work with my clients, I'd do as much program design as I could. I would try and get a quick workout in if I could, which didn't always happen. So now, you know, we're talking maybe 60 minutes, and if I can get him in, three four days a week that was great uh some days it didn't work that way just because sometimes he had additional appointments or scans or something like that that i wanted to be there for um but then i'd work my day and whether it was 
you know, in at eight and gone at four to go pick up my daughter. And then I'd take my daughter to the hospital, relieve my wife. My wife would go home with my daughter. I'd stay at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then I would just kind of be with my son. If he was sleeping, I'd write some programs. Um, if he's awake, I'd just hang out with him, obviously. And then when he was asleep for the night, I would try and just design some programs. And then I actually slept at the hospital. And so then my wife would come in in the morning, bring me breakfast, lunch for the next day, like all the food I needed. I'd go to the go to work, work my day, go home, have dinner or whatever. And it just kind of went like that. And okay. then I'd go back to the hospital, whatever. And uh, it went like on like that for, you know, those basically I guess that that year year and a bit that he was in the hospital so much and it wasn't always that way but there's long stretches that were like that but like family comes first right so if I was out of time like that was it like I had to go um and be with my family and it was uh yeah just you know supporting supporting my wife supporting my kids right like that's that's first and foremost so um so yeah that was the second major shift um Reggie's all in the clear now. He's got his heart all fixed up, and uh, his medical issues seem to have dissipated. He's had a couple of appointments and minor surgeries since then, but nothing super uh, significant, more more so just day surgeries and stuff like that. And so he's been out of the hospital for a long time and, and doing well and kicking it and, and thriving. But uh, So it looks a lot different nowadays, and it's just like my day is very typical compared to every other parent of one, two, three kids. Like... Um, you know, you just have, you come into work, you go home, you spend time with your, with your family. And when the kids are in bed, you spend time with your wife. But yeah, when all that medical stuff settled down, it just kind of reevaluated some things, I guess, like just in the sense of what am, what am I allocating my time to and how am I allocating my time? Like I said, family has always been number one for me, but just being, being more present was just more of a priority for me, okay. I guess at that point is because it was really easy before to answer a text that came in from a client when I was home with my wife and kids or quickly answer an email or, you know what I mean? Like hear the ding in your phone. Did you have a hard time like shutting it off sometimes at first? At first I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it never became a huge issue, but my wife would be like, Hey, like, come on, like we're eating dinner. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that, you don't have to text your client back right away, which was totally (laughs) correct you know but sometimes you just you, it's you, hard. Get, you get consumed by it like, i mean i don't have kids or anything but i find myself doing it now but you, but you know what it's like as yeah. a coach right you just you make yourself available to the client and you feel like because you care yeah you care but you, you also feel like that's what they're paying you for right right which that's not the case like they're not paying to take your time from your family like, right and if they knew they were doing that most people would be like i'm so don't worry about yeah. it like you know what i mean <laughs> um so yeah, so so yeah, I guess my focus just changed to be like uh, being more present was just more of a priority, and so with that came really streamlining my day. Um, and so there's only three coaches here at Optimum Performance Training. For those of you who don't know, uh, Michael, myself, and Jason. And so uh, Jason or myself typically will will be like Michael's always here at eight a.m. Yeah, like like clockwork. He always opens it. Up. Always opens it up. Um, and so one, either Jason or myself will stay late and stay late, quote unquote late, and, and close the doors uh, after everyone leaves. So if I'm staying late, I'll come in later. So I'll come in, say, 11 o'clock, and I'll stay till 8 p.m. Right. And if I'm not doing that, it's because I'm 
either Jason has agreed to do it or I have to pick up my kids from daycare or take them to swimming or whatever. So then I'll come in at eight and I'll leave at four or four thirty, something like that. Um, so then if I'm coming in at eight, I try not to book anyone right away. Uh, just to kind of give you a, a kind of a snapshot of what my day would look like. And so, uh, I would come in and just try and crank out some programs right away. Cause I find them way more productive in the morning. First thing than I am Late in later the in the day and yeah. the longer I leave it, the more I procrastinate. I'm not going to lie. It's like, it's, it's terrible, but you find it hard to focus sometimes. Yeah. Well, especially your thoughts. Yeah. And there's more people in the gym too later in the day. So it's just like, Oh, I haven't seen this person or I haven't seen this client in a while. So I'll, you know, I'll go and chat with them and whatever. So I just, I try and block off a period of time and get my programming done or as much as I can. And so I'll just take a look at my day, block off essentially time where I can do programs, time it around like my meals, time it around my clients. And so you then, pretty much self-schedule yourself. Yeah, exactly. And then I just try and fit the training in wh- where it fits. And it, it varies day to day. My schedule is pretty consistent, but... Is your training consistent schedule? Uh, it, it depends on the day. Okay. So um, I feel like I'm not doing a very good job describing this and, stre- and talking about streamlining my, pro- my, my, uh, my schedule. But essentially, what I, I just try and streamline my work so okay. that my work doesn't bleed into my personal life outside of the gym. Okay. And then within that, I just try and fit my training where I can. So right now, it looks like 60 to 90 minutes, like 90 minutes to be on the high end. That I allot, my, allot myself to train because if I train longer than that, then I just I end up putting work off okay. until later in the day. And then I'm up later at night programming when my kids are asleep and my wife wants to hang out and we can just like hang out and chat or hang out and, you know, Netflix and chill or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's not fair. And, and so um, that's kind of the whole part of whole, part of being more present, right? Not just for my kids, but for my wife when my kids aren't there. You know what I mean? So um, it, it works two ways. Um, so, yeah, right now my training is, yeah, I don't train on Mondays um, just because it's a really busy programming day for me. And I also have a few training clients that day. So it ends up being a long day okay. already. And I just, I honestly, I can't find time to squeeze it in. And I'm not going to uh, leave the house early to come in and train because I spend that morning, the morning with my kids and I'm not willing to give that up. Um, and I think there's a lot of parents that would, you know, agree to that, uh, and agree with me on that. Um, so it looks like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are the days that I train. And if I can get all four days in, that's great. And if I can get all four days in and get 60 to 90 minutes in, that's even better. Sometimes it doesn't work. Um, and most of the times it doesn't work. It means Friday's getting cut. Um, and that's for a variety of reasons in the summertime, we camp a lot. So. I'm usually trying to get in, get my work done, and get out so we can get out camping with the kids, which has been really good with, for our family, which has been awesome. Um, and then I don't train on the weekends unless I'm here working on a Saturday, which is you know maybe once or twice a month, because um, I just I spend the time with my family, and I'm not gonna again like the mornings take the time. I'm right. not gonna take the time to drive into work for you know 15 minute drive, train for 60 to 90 minutes. And I'll end up getting stuck here. Not stuck here, but you know what I mean. You just, Chatting. You chat. Yeah. You hang out. No, I might as well eat my meal here and then <laughs> drive home, you know. So it'd be like a three-hour endeavor that, you know, I'm taking away from my family, which is, I, I honestly would prefer to spend spend I that time that. at home with my family uh, and forsake the gains, you know. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, so Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays, um, I don't train typically. So in the past, uh, I don't know if you want to dig into this now, but, you know, goals were obviously to try and stay competitive to some degree yeah, or yeah. keep your fitness at a higher level, yeah. uh, being on a regional team and all that. Yeah. What are the goals now with training? Uh, and how do you, how does, what does that look like for you as far as designing it? I know you do a lot, mostly weightlifting now, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So like you just mentioned, like I alluded to earlier, when I first, uh, when I first started, when we first started having kids and when I first came on here, I wanted to get, continue to get as good as possible and to continue to be competitive, uh, yeah. In CrossFit. And yeah, since both of my kids have come into the picture and, and things have shifted and the family dynamic has shifted and just the overall training and work dynamic has, has changed or has been affected by that. Uh, right now it's just, if I can get stronger, that's a, that's a huge plus. Uh, if, uh, if I can improve in some of my skills as a huge plus, like in skills, I mean, in the context of CrossFit, but it's more about just getting in and at least staying consistent with where I am and where I have, where I was last year, just really trying not to regress. Honestly, um, I basically do two strength days. Uh, and two weight, uh, two like gymnastics kind of crossfitty days. That's what I was doing. Excuse me for the uh, for the last I don't know six eight months. Um, but more recently, I've been running a bit just because it's been the summertime here in Calgary. The weather's actually been <laughs> very poor this summer. But <laughs> yeah, uh, when it's been nice, I've been trying to get out and run. So I'm a bit of a fair weather runner. But I was running two days a week, so I would do. Uh, what was I doing? I was basically doing uh, a weightlifting day with, you know, some upper body strength training. And then I was doing like a running, deadlift and running. And then like a gymnastics day. And then um, weightlifting with a short run kind of at the end, I think is what I was doing. And now that has changed a little bit. So uh, if I am here on Saturdays, I will train. Uh, and if I am, can find the time on Monday, I'll run as well. So um, that, like I said earlier, is usually not the case yeah. um, but Saturdays I've been trying to at least every other Saturday run so I'm running two or three times a week uh, plus doing one day that's you know a snatch focus plus some vertical push pull stuff basically with some squatting just to remain keep some remnants of lower body strength because if I don't squat for even two weeks my regression is so bad. Um, I'll be squatting the dowel rod. So, yeah, I try and do, you know, maybe Tuesday I'll, I'll squat, snatch, and do vertical push-pull work. Uh, Wednesday I'll run. Thursday I'll do some gymnastics stuff, and usually in a fatigue settings, like very short, like maybe 30 to 45 minutes of just work because um, it's usually a pretty – pretty short day just got to kind of get in and out because uh, I don't just, I don't have a lot of time that day Friday um, if it's not getting cut by camping endeavors or something like that and it's usually uh, another variation of a squat plus a clean and jerk plus horizontal push pull stuff and then if I can run on Saturday I'll run on Saturday too are you still jumping in on workouts with Rochelle every once in a while <laughs> no, no I kind of that's kind of falling to the wayside a little bit um I'm, I'm really, I think I'm kind of downplaying the running a little bit. I'm running longer and, and more than I think I think I am. Yeah. Um, 
because uh, I have a well, and the reason for that is I have a sister who is an avid runner, and all my siblings uh, are are running enthusiasts. And so, anyway, my my one sister turned forty this year, and she wants to do a half marathon as her birthday present. She wants her her siblings or as many of her siblings to join her as possible. And uh, when she when she first sent the the message out to all of us, I actually said, "There's no bleeping way I'm doing that, <laughs> but I'll come." Because she wants to do it in Vegas. So I said, but I'll come to Vegas. <laughs> and then it got nice here. And then I started running a little bit, like 4K and 5K. And now you're like, oh, now I'm I like, guess I could. <laughs> I could probably. Like, I have time. I could probably train and do it. So, so um, I'm using, I'm leaning on Mike a little bit as a resource, actually, <laughs> just because he's done his, his marathon earlier in the spring. So I'm like, hey, if I have two days to run, like, what should I do? And uh, so I've just been slowly kind of just adding in volume there and just going for longer runs all the time. So I actually did a 20 K run a few weeks ago, which actually felt okay. So I think I'll probably be ready and be able to do it. Um, so that's honestly, that's now that I think about it, that's probably the main focus of my training. Right. And then, so running and just making sure I can actually run that distance and run it at a decent pace. Cause I don't also, I also don't just want to go to Vegas and run the race with my siblings. Right. Like I want to beat these guys, you know, <laughs> like, uh, and just be like, you know, I, I have competitive sides still yeah, in there. Exactly. And like, I talked to my brother cause my brother's going to, and when I first started telling him about my training runs, he's like, Oh, good job, man. Like, that's great. You know, kind of not like, um, you know, being patronizing or anything like that, but just like, you know, good job for you if you're forgetting out. And then he actually his one comment was, you know, if you want me to pace you during the race, like I'll run with you and just tell me what your pace is, you know, and we'll stick together. <laughs> and then like a month and a half later, I sent him another run when I was actually, I was actually getting better just because I was running, you know, and it might, you just get better by doing it. And I sent him my one run and he goes, Jesus, man, you can't be running faster than me. So when he said that, I was like, I think I, got I, can, you. I, think I can beat him. <laughs> and so anyway, so yeah, so that's, um, yeah, I say that's probably the main focus on my my training right now and then just trying to hang on to some like strength <laughs> by running that much volume it's hard so why not just like cut training out altogether? why to keep doing it well there's a lot of factors for that obviously right like i'm 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 in this profession for a reason yeah you know, and i'm in it because i really enjoy it and i obviously see the the obvious benefits of, of you know leading an active lifestyle and not just an active lifestyle but trying to be strong and trying to be fit you know there's one thing to, about there's one thing to be active and you know to make it a part of your life there's also another aspect of it to like you know have tangible goals and set out to complete those things whether you know it's getting stronger or becoming more fit or you know competing as a crossfit athlete or doing a weightlifting competition or running a half marathon um and i just there's there's huge value in that and it teaches you it teaches teaches a person a lot about themselves you know, just having something to strive for. And like I, prior to doing this half marathon, I wasn't, I wasn't really striving for much aside from just trying to stay strong and trying to stay fit. Cause I feel like I'm more fit than I am strong, I would say. But that's always like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I need to get stronger. I want to get stronger. Cause I, th- I find it's easier for me to, to get fit and stay fit just than then I guess the, the nature of the sports I played growing up. I have a, a pretty good aerobic base, I think but just never invested as much time in a strength training. So that's always pulling me back. Like if I lose motivation, it'd be like, no, man, like remember your squat numbers they suck, you know? <laughs> um, so that's, I mean, that's part of it. Like I said, working in this industry, like 
I wouldn't want a coach that doesn't train. Yeah. You know what I mean? If someone found out like, oh yeah, I'm paying this guy X amount of dollars to like program for me or, or, or work with me one-on-one and he, he, doesn't do sh- he doesn't do shit, you know, he doesn't do anything. Just like, that's like, it's kind of like working with a broke financial planner, you know, like it doesn't make sense. Uh, I think it's also important for me to, to state that I, for me, I, I'm not naive to the fact that I work in a facility like this. So if I have an hour of time that is, you know, not occupied with work or some other obligation, I can jump out into the floor, onto the floor and, and get a workout in for 60 minutes. Or if it's a shorter one, just move for 30 minutes. I'm not naive to the fact that there's a lot of parents uh, that that don't have that option because they don't obviously work in a gym they work from home where there's no gym or they work in an office downtown and it's more challenging uh, I guess my whole point of telling this this story and and how my training has changed is that it doesn't have to be this grandiose production of going to the gym and and slugging weights and throwing weights around that you know even if you're just getting out and moving like you can there's there's there are things that you can do to maintain your fitness and maintain some of your strength no matter what your situation is and i and i shouldn't say that no matter what your situation is because there there are exceptions obviously but for a large majority of the people you know just because you have kids doesn't mean that you have to you know forfeit your your own health and well-being it's easier for some than others no question but for the most part, you can get out and you can do something about your fitness, which is just an important message for a lot of people to hear. And a lot of people that maybe currently are struggling with that or are just needing a way to kind of streamline their own situation to make sure that they're fitting in everything that they need to, you know, both from taking care of themselves to spending time with their family and their kids and their wife or their husband, right? Mm. You know, even though the goals might change. So your goals being former competitor to now just trying to stop regression. Um, some people, I think, have a hard time with that or accepting that fact that, okay, this has to change. And it's easier just to give it up and not do it at all. Yeah. Um, it was. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I actually just had a, a conversation with a client. I think it was two weeks ago, and he's... Uh, He's a dad, a new dad. He just, his daughter is, I believe, three months old, three and a half months old now. And we've been training together. He started training with me, actually. He was, he's a, he's a buddy of mine from school. Uh, and he actually reached out to me because he was like, hey, look, like, I know you've been through this. Uh, my daughter's going to be born in like two months. I just, I kind of want to prepare myself for that. My, I know my training is going to have to change. And you have, you know, living it currently and, you know, having gone through it with the first child. Uh, I'm wondering if you can kind of give me some guidance to kind of prepare me for that and just, you know, take a look at my current training and tweak it a little bit and then, you know, continue to kind of, if it has to change again, once she comes, then you can kind of take a look at that and help me through that transition. And so that's how we started. And then he, we actually had a call a couple of weeks ago and he was like, dude, I don't know, like it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to get it in. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he works in a gym too, you know, but he's busy uh, and his work schedule is very intensive. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, you know, what what are the issues? You know, and it, of course, it's time constraint. So I said, look, I can take care of that from my end. You just let me know 
what kind of energy you have because like energy is going to be lower there's no question especially for a new parent you're not sleeping as much as you used to yeah and that usually irons itself out later but yeah <laughs> initially it's pretty poor and then the time constraint obviously is a big one so um i said let me know what your energy is like how much time you have per day and the other thing with him is like he works in a crossfit gym um or like crossfit style gym okay and so he wants to be integrated with the community as well so just trying to take in all these different factors and in, in design his program so that he's still connected with some of the members and working out with some of them, but doing some of his own stuff, but what that looks like and his goals need to change and head to change. And that's okay. But that's to what you're saying. That's hard for a lot of people to come to terms with. And he wasn't naive to the fact, but he's just like, for a lot of people, they kind of feel like they're losing a bit of their identity, right? Yeah. When they're like, I'm not competitive anymore. I'm not going to be competitive. That may or may not be the case. Every situation is different, but it's okay if that is the case because just it's a different aspect of life. The, the goals will change when the, when kids come into the to the equation. That's the case for probably almost one hundred percent of the people, but it doesn't mean that you can't still get better in certain areas. It just means that your your time allocation is different, so your time to train is probably going to be impacted. Uh, your focus on training is going to be impacted. But like, I started running more because it just takes less time. If I want to do it at home, I can do it at home. I'm a way better runner now than I ever was. And that's after having kids. So, you know, I'm, you can still get better at certain aspects of fitness. You're not going to get better at all aspects of fitness anymore. And that's just the, the natural process of it. And you have to be okay with that. And I think most people are. They just need to have someone tell them that. And someone who's gone through it tell them that. Or at least see it firsthand that you can still do it. It's just going to look different. Um, and the other part is like, I don't know, it's it's going to sound super cliche, but I like that my kids know that I'm healthy and strong and fit and that their mom is healthy and strong and fit. Um, there's a huge, huge benefit for them to, to know and a huge benefit for them to see that and to see you kind of leading by example. And whether they choose to work out or not work out it's, it's totally up to them but at least the example has been provided and they can choose to do with it what they want my daughter's super active um and so i think it'll probably be a part of her life just given the the evidence that we have before us at this point um my son i don't know he's a different story right um he's almost three and a half he doesn't walk yet we're working on that um but he has you know like i said in that in, in that is because of the down syndrome and he has lower muscle tone it just takes longer for them to develop some of these like gross motor skills and fine motor skills and you know he's developmentally delayed as well as a result of that um but i i hope that you know he's active because i i think it'll only it only help enrich his life right um and the same for my daughter like i just think it's such a such a cool thing that your body can do like being active being strong being fit and such a cool pursuit and it teaches you a lot about yourself a lot of life skills and so yeah i think that's a long-winded answer but that's why i do it still and why i will as long as i can will continue to do it thank you guys for tuning in if you like us don't forget to leave us a review wherever you listen and tell some friends this is how new people can find out about us make sure you follow the instagram for updates on upcoming episodes at spiral out podcast we don't have any formal plans for topics that we're going to cover on this show, 
But if there's any topics that you guys want to hear more about or something that we haven't covered yet, make sure you send those questions to spiraloutpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on Instagram. I can't promise that we will cover every topic, but we will definitely read all of the messages. And last but not least, for anyone looking for coaching, make sure you head over to OptimumPerformanceCalgary.com. I will include that link in the show notes. If you live here in Calgary, we offer personal training as well as individual design. For those that live far, we also have remote coaching available. If you're interested in attending a fitness camp or possibly hosting one at your facility, you can also find information about those there. If you do not plan to cover any of the topics that are covered in the fitness camp to make sure that those stay unique. Thank you for listening. Until next time.